Welcome back! I'm so excited to be with you guys again today. So in today's episode, I'm going to be talking about how to get out of debt as a stay-at-home mom. I'm actually going to be listing five strategies. And these five strategies I personally have done myself when my husband and I were on two incomes. But when we made the decision to go to one, the transition process, how it was for us, what we did, how it went, all that. So if you are in that process or if you are going to be in that process or you want to be in that process or whatever, then today's episode is just for you. You're going to enjoy it. Hey friends, and welcome to Transform Empowered Mindset. I truly understand what it feels like to find worthiness, purpose, set boundaries, and feel validated as a stay-at-home mom. So if you're ready to find strength through faith to overcome negative thoughts, set goals and boundaries, transform your mindset, and be encouraged, then my friend, you're in the right place. Let's show up with the magic that we've been given by our creator. So go ahead, reheat that coffee or pop that kombucha and let's dig in. So before we jump in, if you have not left me a review, please stop what you're doing right now before you continue this episode and go on Apple Podcasts, scroll all the way down to the review section, click five stars and leave me a review. I am so lit up every time I see them. It will make my day. I am so grateful. Thank you. All right, so let's dig into today's episode. It is how to get out of debt as a stay-at-home mom, five strategies. So I'm going to list off five strategies to getting out of debt as a stay-at-home mom. It's what we personally did, and it has really, really served us well. What I had to think about in this process of transitioning to one income was the reason why I was doing it. So I really had to think about why... I wanted to be home with my kids, the benefit of it, and why the sacrifice was worth making, okay? So I really had to think about that because it was always challenges and obstacles that came up that made me want to reconsider it or make a different, like to start a ton of side hustles and all these different things instead of just focusing on fixing the finances so that I can be at peace at home have joy, and can 100% wholeheartedly focus on my family for this season and for a specific time. Not saying that it was it's going to be permanent, but just for the season that it is, being 100% all in. So I really had to sit down with my husband and we had to really think about what was in our circle of control that we can use to help us get out of debt, to lessen the debt, decrease it. What is available to us that we can use to decrease our our debt, okay? And something that we just had to, to start doing was we had to make a choice to be content with what we had, okay? There were things that we desired, things that we wanted, but at the same time, if we were gonna make this decision to be on one income, we really had to find contentment in our hearts for the blessings that we already have knowing that if we are faithful and answer this call, that God is going to take care of the needs and the the desires that we want in the right time. But just being disciplined enough to hold off on consuming more things and more stuff, okay? So if you are in that season and, you know, you guys are 
you want to be home or you are home and finances are kind of like an issue because you are used to two incomes. Although I know they say you should be on, you should live on one income, which I do. That is true. Yes. However, sometimes life happens and that's just, that's just not the life you're living. So, and that's not the life we were living. So if that is you and you want to get back on one or be back on one for the first time, then take some time to think and ask God for help in discussing this with your husband. What is in your circle of control that you can sell to decrease, to decrease your debt? Okay. So there, sometimes we can be so busy when we're home, like, oh, I'm going to do this side hustle or this, I can make money doing that or this, oh, that's a great idea. I'm going to start doing this and I only have to do it two days a week. No problem. I got it. Then we start doing that. It starts to cloud our brains and just, just cloud our and cloud our brains and take time away from what our main objective is for even being home in the first place. I mean, it could just take over. It could be overwhelming completely. So laying aside for a season, the side hustles and just focus on decreasing the debt for the long haul so that you can be at peace and enjoy actually the fruits of your labor and enjoy the little ones that you plan to be home with for this season that you're in. And I say season because it could be permanent if you wanted to, but it doesn't have to be. So therefore it's seasonal being home. Okay. So we discovered, like once we decided to, I put the side hustles aside, I said, all right, that's it. No more doing all these different ideas that I have. They're great ideas, but they were just not working and it wasn't smooth. And I just, I felt the conviction in my heart from Holy Spirit. Like, is this not the right time for you to be doing this? I want you to be laser focused on this commitment that you've made. You have to be laser focused on it. Are you going to be burned out, exhausted, losing patience, not having grace with anybody? So I had to just wholeheartedly lay it aside and totally trust God. Okay. So my husband and I sat down, we're like, what do we have? Fortunately for us, we did have an extra home that we were renting out, but we decided, well, this could really help us decrease our debt majorly, majorly selling the house. So we decided to put the house on the market. Okay. This process right here was excruciating. Man, you talk about every problem possible that could come up, came up when selling this house. It was purely exhausting. And I mean, we, man, it was challenging. We definitely had, we did a lot of praying. We did a lot of praying. Okay. So we got it on the market. We had a certain budget for the house. Not very much. The house, we had to put like more than triple our budget into the house to get it up to par. We learned so much in this process. My husband turned into a little handyman, a little carpenter. I mean, just everything because we did not have the financial overhead to pay all these people to do all this work. So he had to go to work, go to the after work, go to the rental house, put all this time in working sun up to sundown to get this house ready. I mean, it was pretty dark. It was some challenging, challenging times, dragging the kids out late at night to go and repair stuff because we had to stop and get the part and it was the only time we could get it done. And I mean, definitely walk through a challenging season, but God was with us. We stayed faithful. I truly, truly believe in tithing. If you are not a tither, 
I truly, I urge you to please do it. It You will never, ever, ever regret it. There were times where I was like, hmm, I don't think we should tie this bump because the, the numbers aren't looking good. It's not in the favor. My husband is a firm believer and plus he's a giver. He was like, no, nah, we paying the tithe regardless. I'm like, okay, okay. All right, let's go ahead and pay them tithe. Guess you're going to be eating ramen noodles next week, but we're going to pay the tithe. That's fine. So we did. And I'm telling you, God always provided. He always opened up the door. He always did. So please, if you are a tither or if you have been tithing and it's getting challenging, please never stop tithing. You won't regret it because God always honors those who are faithful. He always sees and he knows and he will open up a door, a blessing for you. So don't stop tithing. So finally, after almost a year, okay, a year, we finally got the house completed and we got it sold. I mean, you talking about, I know it was Holy Spirit that was with us through that whole process. I know for a fact, because there is no way that we were in the position to pay two mortgages But God had made a way throughout that whole process and we did not have to pay a dime on the mortgage until we sold the house and we paid a huge chunk to pay back all the the money we put in to get the house ready. But we still were able to pay our debts down majorly with just two small bills left. I mean, talk about relief. Sister Girl was relieved and could be at peace at home and just not lay down the side hustles and just focus on the little ones because I didn't have debt choking me out. Okay. All right. So I'm going to jump on to the five strategies to help you get out of debt as a stay at home mom. Okay. So first, what you need to do together with your spouse is write down all of your debt and your spouse's debt. And if you don't have a spouse, just write down all of your debts. Okay. Write down every single thing, subscriptions, all that, every single thing that comes out of your account. Every single dime that goes out, write it down, okay? Write down all of his debts and go over it together with a fine tooth comb, okay? This sometimes takes like a week to get done because you'd be like, oh, I forgot about that. Oh, I forgot about that. But just take as much time as you need, write down all of your debts and go through it with a fine tooth comb, meaning what do we have to keep and what do I want to keep, okay? needs and wants make two different columns the want section and the need section okay write down all your debts and go through it together uh decide what is necessary and what can go okay so decide what is not necessary and make preparations to let it go start chopping them down one by one why because sometimes we have financial obligation obligations that we don't truly need we set it up and forget it until we see it on paper. So sometimes we have the subscriptions and different things that we don't even remember we signed up for and we're not even using it anymore. And it, they're just every month taking their portion and you're not even seeing it because whether it's on the credit card or it's out of your account and you you have so much flowing through, you just never even pay attention to it. So definitely go through it with a fine tooth comb. Number two. Make a weekly eating out budget and stick to it. If it's easier, choose just one night a week that you're going to eat out. Why? It teaches you and your children discipline. Okay, so for us, I'm like, all right, I'm going to cook and we're going to eat out one one night a week 
or I'm going to get food. We're going to order one night a week. Um, and that also like that teaches us discipline that teaches them discipline that you don't need to eat out every night. Like you need to cook. And when they get up, they're going to be to balance their finances. Like that they won't just eat out every night and spend their money and like, Oh, I don't have any more money left. And then they're calling mommy and daddy. So it's a good skill to instill in your children as well. It's super important for us to model self-control with our finances so they can do the same as well. You'll potentially save yourself from getting all those calls from them in the future. Okay, number three, discover what your new income is temporarily and work towards getting all bills underneath that number. Okay, so simply just discovering what you need to survive, really. Okay, what does all your bills your survival bills come up to the house, the car, all those things, everything that is including gas and food, all those things needed for survival. Like what is that number? Everything else needs to fall under that. Meaning you have your new number. This is what you absolutely need. Everything else is a want. Okay. So you have your income number of what you need to for sure make comfortably. Okay, it's a work in progress and doesn't happen overnight, but you have to start in order to have something to work towards, okay? You have to have something to work towards a certain number that you're trying to get to. So if you know, okay, $4,000 is what our monthly bills comes up to and we make 6,000 monthly or whatever, then making sure you're not spending all the way up to 6,000 because then you're super duper tight and have nothing left over that you are getting it down to the true 4,000. So you have some cushion. Okay. Number three, treat yourself once a week. What I mean by that is we want to feel normal, like a human and like, we're not just working, working, working and not enjoying it. Okay. So treating yourself once a week, whether it's a cup of coffee or a pedicure or your favorite treat to be able to relax, that is totally okay. And I definitely recommend doing it. Just once a week, something, I mean, I would say $20 or less, you know, but treat yourself once a week um, because you deserve it. Simple things that you like. All right. Number four, stay positive in the transition to a more financial, independent and free life. Look, y'all, nothing means more to me than to be at home with my kiddos, raising them and not be choked out by debt. Okay. Okay. Yes, I enjoy going to the mall and shopping as well, but not at the expense of being choked out by debt. I can't stand it. I despise, I dislike debt because I feel like you can't focus on life for being concerned about debt sometimes. Okay, so if you feel that way, that's conviction in your heart where it's time to to make some changes, okay? I want you guys to be at peace. Nothing feels better than being at peace. Okay, and number five, stay positive in the transition to a more financial independent life so you can enjoy more time with those that matter most in life. So just remember why you're doing this and keeping the joy in your heart and not thinking about what you're missing out on, but thinking about what you're gaining. Okay, so it's all just a mindset shift, a mindset transition to being fulfilled and content and having the joy no matter what season of life that you're in. So just want to encourage you guys with that to lay to rest the hustle and grind mentally so that you can enjoy what you currently have right now. And lastly, I want to encourage you to take some time at least once a week 
to reflect on the process or steps you have taken to decrease the debt in your life. I feel like it's very, very important to see how far we've come, to see the changes we have made, the progress we have made, because sometimes we can be laser, laser focused on our goal that it gets discouraging and we need to stop and reflect on how far we have come, okay? So once a week, just take some time, whether you're journaling it or just thinking about it, but I prefer to journal it out, get it off your mind and just reflect on the goals that you have and how far you have come in that process to sit down and really think about that, to encourage yourself uh, so that you can continue working towards the goal that you either have or you and your spouse have together to live a more financial free life. So set achievable goals and reflect often on why you are doing it. I really hope this episode um, spoke to you guys and found you at the right time and really just were able to, to minister to your heart and to your soul if it is something that you're wanting to do in your life and your family's life uh, to make the experience, to make the season of life better, more enjoyable because it is worth it. It is 100% worth it. Okay, so to do a quick recap, I went over five strategies to help you get out of debt as a stay-at-home mom. Number one was to write down all of your debts and your spouse's debt and go through it with a fine-tooth comb. Number two was to make a weekly eating out budget and stick to it. Number three was to discover what your new income is temporarily and work towards getting all bills under that number. Number four, treat yourself once a week to relax and enjoy and to feel normal. And number five, lastly, was to stay positive in the transition to a more financially independent and free life because it is so worth it. All right, guys, I'm going to say a quick prayer of you and then let you go. Father God, I thank you for everyone here listening today. Father God, I thank you for just speaking to their hearts, any changes that they need to make in their household financially, any goals that they need to set and be working towards for the betterment of their house. I thank you for giving them divine wisdom and knowledge and helping them discover what is in their circle of control that they can use to decrease any uh, financial strain that is in their lives. Father God, just give them uh, all that they need to do it. In Jesus' name, we thank you, God. We love you. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. Thank you so much for listening, guys, and I will see you back here real soon. Hey, mamas. If this episode has encouraged, motivated, or inspired you in any way, I'd love to hear from you. Remember to click five stars and leave a review. Please and thank you. Bye.